Negative thinking can be a real struggle. It's hard to shake off thoughts that make you feel scared or anxious, especially when you've convinced yourself that it's necessary for your well-being. But the more you dwell on those thoughts, the more harmful they become. They can prevent you from taking action and rob you of the joy of living in the present moment. The good news is that you can take control of your thoughts and break free from the cycle of negativity. We want to help you get started by sharing a powerful mindfulness exercise from the audiobook Don't Let Your Anxiety Run Your Life by psychologist Dr. David Klemanski. Hi, welcome to Your Great Journey. We offer brief tips, techniques, and insights to help you move in a positive direction and master big change. For more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A.com. With regular practice, the following mindfulness exercise from the audiobook, Don't Let Your Anxiety Run Your Life, can help you steer your mind away from negative thinking. So take a deep breath, let go of your worries, and let's get started. Combating repetitive negative thinking can be tough. It's incredibly difficult to let go of thinking about something that you perceive as dangerous or distressing. After all, when you adopt repetitive negative thinking as a means of handling anxiety, you do so likely because you believe it will somehow prove beneficial. Worrying feels a lot like problem solving. You are exploring every facet of an uncertain predicament in order to obtain some sense of closure. Yet, prolonged worry can have devastating consequences. First, it prevents you from actually facing the emotion or circumstance that you perceive as threatening. As we mentioned earlier in this chapter, worry has an avoidance function that prevents you from actually learning whether the uncertainty of the future is all that bad. Second, worrying takes you away from the present moment by forcing you to focus on the future. This can diminish the quality of your everyday experiences. Third, worrying is both cyclical and negative, which means that it's hard to just turn off the process by suppressing your thoughts. With practice, however, you can achieve mastery over your thoughts and overcome the unwelcome presence of repetitive negative thinking. Outsmarting Anxiety Skill Number 3 Avoid Common Thinking Traps Suggested Practices Before you begin to implement these practices, review the guidelines we provided in Chapter 2. It's important that you be consistent and patient. Practice daily and be forgiving of yourself if you make a mistake. For example, if you become distracted by an occasional worry or accidentally think of something judgmentally. Some mindfulness and meditation techniques emphasize concentrating on the present moment without focusing on any particular object. When dealing with repetitive negative thinking, however, attempts to move your focus away from negative thoughts often can be met with more intrusive worries. The negative thoughts can feel omnipresent and consuming. In this case, it might be helpful to focus on something that will facilitate non-judgmental mindfulness, yet something it's impossible to leave home without so you can use it anywhere and anytime. 
Can you think of something that's always with you, no matter what? Your breath. The use of breathing techniques as a means of meditation has a long history in the practice of mindfulness. Because breathing is something you do so often, it has become second nature. It's unlikely that you have spent much time thinking about what it feels like. Thus, mindfulness of your breath also provides you with a good opportunity to get yourself out of automatic pilot mode and achieve present moment awareness. Exercise 4.1 The Non-Judgmental Breath For the next three minutes, take a moment to pause. During this time, direct all your consciousness and attention to your breathing. Approach your breath with openness and genuine interest. Do your best to notice aspects of your breathing you have never thought about before. For instance, take a moment to register the qualitative experience of your breathing. When does it feel like to inhale, hold your breath, and then exhale? Is the air warm or cold? Try alternating between breathing through your nose and breathing through your mouth. Do you notice any differences? The most important part of this exercise is to simply acknowledge and note the different experiences without evaluating them. Nothing is inherently good or bad about a particular breath you take. It's just a process that your body performs, and it's fine to leave it at that. During this practice, sometimes you may notice that your mind has wandered to repetitive negative thoughts. It doesn't mean you did anything wrong, and it's entirely natural. What you do with these thoughts, however, will determine your eventual emotional condition. So try to take the same non-judgmental attitude toward any worrisome thoughts you have as you are taking toward your breathing. There's no need to appraise a worrisome thought as good or bad. It's simply a thought, which is a natural mental occurrence, just as breathing is a natural physical occurrence. Patiently redirect your consciousness to your breathing while noting that you had a thought. Noticing when your attention has wandered and redirecting it non-judgmentally to your breath will require some practice, but continued use of this exercise will be of long-term benefit. Furthermore, you can do it at any time and in just about any context. Your surroundings may change, but using your breathing as a focal point for your non-judgmental consciousness will enable you to apply this mindset across a wide variety of situations. Repetitive negative thinking can feel like a never-ending chain of thoughts. As soon as one worry appears, it can give rise to other concerns that preoccupy your attention and remove you from the present. For instance, you might worry about meeting a deadline for a project at work. These thoughts might prompt you to worry about something else. Sometimes, people even worry about their worry. They become conscious of the worries themselves and feel the need to control them, which in turn becomes a cause of concern. Now, let us see how we can use mindfulness to counteract the exhausting effects of repetitive negative thinking. If you have been practicing the non-reactive stance taught in Chapter 2, then you are already halfway there, because fostering a non-reactive mindful disposition is the healthy opposite of repetitive negative thinking. In Chapter 2, we invited you to look at an object and notice its color, texture, weight, and dimensions in a non-reactive manner. In the following practice, we will invite you to look at something of your own imagining, a worst-case scenario. When such scenarios come to mind, your normal reaction may be to worry in an effort to determine how you can prevent them. This time, however, you will practice not reacting. The goal of this exercise is for you to create upsetting mental images 
without feeling as if you need to do anything about them. This will be difficult to accomplish on the first try. The key is to approach distressing thoughts with an attitude of total acceptance rather than reactivity. Thanks for listening to this excerpt from the audiobook, Don't Let Your Anxiety Run Your Life, Using the Science of Emotional Regulation and Mindfulness to Overcome Your Fear and Worry. You can purchase the complete audiobook from any major online audiobook retailer. If you'd like more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Please be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, please rate and review. And please share it with friends who might also enjoy it. Thanks for listening. This podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical or mental health advice. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical or mental health advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of a qualified mental health professional.